Welcome to the Digital Jersey Podcast, brought to you in collaboration with the Digital Leadership Programme, a bi-monthly podcast on technology in Jersey. Here's our exclusive podcast with technology company TSG. They take us through their solution to digitalising paperwork with their scanning bureau and how it helped local animal charity JSPCA. What does a technology company and an animal charity have in common? Well, that's the answer that we're going to be finding out today because joining me, Gwyn Garfield-Bennett, is Andy Delaney, who is the CEO from TSG, and Kirsty McGregor, who is an accountant with the JSPCA. Uh, Kirsty, just tell us a little bit about yourself first. Well, I actually run my own accountancy business, um, but I also work part-time at the JSPCA, and I have been there since August last year. And uh, when I got there, it was clear that there was a backlog of sorting out to be done um, across the accounting system and administration system as a whole. And that's a nice cue now to see Andy Delaney, who's TSG. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Andy. Well, hi there, Gwyn. Um, so, yes, yeah, CEO of TSG. Um, I've been uh, at the helm of the business for the last three years. And prior to that, uh, 25 years of industry experience in technology. So, you know, it's a an exciting time at the moment post lockdown. Well, Kirsty, first of all, you you arrived at um, JSPC as you said and found lots of paperwork. Give us an idea of what what the problem was that you needed help with. Well, there was just quite a mess. Getting hold of any paperwork was hard. Everything was printed. Nothing. The technology wasn't really being embraced by the charity. Meanwhile, there were just boxes of paperwork everywhere. We work in a really, really small office, um, the administrative department. But also, um, we had a garage, big double garage, um, really good dry storage area, just full of archive boxes. Meanwhile, we had things like cat litter and hay stored randomly all over the place. So, the marketing cupboard was Again, full of junk and wasn't very organised until our new fundraising fundraising manager started just after me. And it was also a part full of cat litter. It was just a case of where is there a free space that we can squeeze something else in? I do hope the cats didn't go in there and think they would make themselves at home. <laughs> um, so I guess how long's the charity been going now? Oh, it's over 100 years, isn't there's it? There's a question. Yeah. Yes, so, I mean, even you, longer than a, that. A lot of paperwork stacked up. So, I mean, kind of give us an idea, this, this, this double garage, how many boxes roughly of paperwork did you have? Uh, there were about 120 boxes that we had in total. Over at TSG, you like paper, you don't like paper. You deal with paper. Andy, tell us... What was the discussion in the office when that project came across your desk? Yeah, so um, the the business has been going, our business has been going for shy of 30 years, 29 years uh, this year. And the roots of our business started with archiving and paper storage um, way back when. And and just for the natural evolution of technology and um, uh, bringing that to the forefront, there was a move from from that archiving to more electronic systems. So the business where we are today sits in an information management space. And we we understood that um, JSPCA have obviously had a, a challenging time. And we've seen over the last couple of years around businesses that uh, you know have called out to industry to say, how can, can anybody help? And um, so we suggested to them that they could utilize our scan bureau uh, to actually 
address this issue of paper. Um, so, so we met with them, went down, had a look at it, looked at the double garage, and went, "Okay, yeah, we de- definitely can do something here," and uh, and then work with them to propose an idea. You say scan bureau, you yeah. know, scan bureaus. I used to know, you used to go and get your photocopying done. Right. What, what exactly goes on technically behind the scenes? So, our scan bureau, we can either have that as a virtual scan bureau where we take our kit and our process and technology to the client site could be for sensitive reasons that client doesn't want their data leaving the building or it could be actually if the data is accessible we can then ship that data the boxes up to our dedicated um, premises where we have everything set up um, and we can do all the activities that are associated with that when we go to site really what we're looking to do when we get there is actually first of all just see the size of the project um, and then also then have a look at the boxes What's the state of the paper, the quality of the paper? Some paper is better to be scanned than others. So you're really just assessing the quality of what's been asked to be done. And then you also want to try and get some understanding of actually what's the quantity. So you could have a box, but it could be quite empty or it could actually just have a few loose files in it. Other people ram as much paper as they can in the boxes. So really it's that assessment process of going in and and identifying what are we dealing with. How was the process for you, Kirsty, with sort of going through those boxes and discovering what was in them? The process was incredibly easy, actually. Um, we started off by taking all the boxes along to the dedicated um, facility and sort of started reviewing them. I sort of got a phone call from the guys to say, you might want to um, come and pick this box up. We're not sure we can touch it. Everything inside is labelled toxic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but then it was just a case of having a quick review to see how old the So what was the toxic box? You can't leave us hanging. <laughs> it wasn't, oh, I, I, I've been since reassured that it wasn't toxic. Okay. Probably because it was so old that it lost any <laughs> potency. But no, this was things like um, testing vials from the vet department. Right. So that just kind of gives you a flavour of what else was in the boxes. So it's taking a view on actually that box has potentially some historical interest or marketing value. We'll take that back to the animal shelter. But I thought it was going to be quite awkward for the animal shelter, but actually um, the TSG guys took the pain that our boxes on the whole were um, filled with um, ring binders. So where things were already segregated, that flowed through to the end um, end result, the end storage. We essentially have an electronic version of that ring binder. Okay, so uh, you, you, you scan them in. How... What- Give us an idea of, of um, <clears throat> kind of what happens to that document. It goes poof up into the cloud, I assume, and and gets labelled with, as you say, the file name. So how usable is that? What what can happen to that? What can you do to that? And what's the technology behind it? Because I think you've you've done a lot of of, of coding and developing mm-hmm. of a technology yourselves, haven't you, at TSG? Yeah, yeah, we have. Um, and what was interesting with the 120 boxes that we we had got is how do you whittle that down to what really needs to be scanned? We took the 120 boxes and, and that went down to 44. Um, so then we knew what we were dealing with then. And then the process uh, kicks in, which is uh, around um, prepping. And typically the scanning part of it is actually the, the easier part of the process. Um, the prepping is is the bit that takes the long time. Um, and getting to a point where actually you've now got something that can go through the scanner as a as a straightforward uh, process. Um, the scanners operate at over 200 pages per minute. So the person uh, who's actually um, doing the indexing and filing of it takes longer than the scanner does. The scanner is actually the, the quicker bit. Um, so once we've prepped everything 
and uh, we've sorted it, which really means around understanding what index values and things like that we're going to put against it. So how will someone retrieve it in the future? And then we'll ingest that through the machine into um, some software, which we use, some scanning software. And what that does is that... um, has a whole layer of intelligence to it. Um, so lots of little corrections and and specialist pieces that make sure that the document you get in the end is, is as good quality as it can be. You don't get a lot of that when you're talking about your desktop scanners. Um, so, you know, some clients might look at this and go, oh, I'll do it on the side of my desk. They won't get the throughput. They won't get the quality and they won't get the um, the other areas around OCR, which is the text searchable element. So optical character say, so recognition. So you can search within a document, can you? Yep. So we can search. Um, and this is why it's important to make sure your page is straight and it has all of that um, color dropout because we then apply technology on top of that, which will look at that page and take out every bit of word and every bit of text. And then that allows you to search for that in the future. So it really provides a, a comprehensive um, piece. So using that, that's all kind of technology that's readily available in the right environment. Um, we then layer that with our technology. So over the years, we've built a number of different systems um, and we use a couple of those in this bureau. Um, So that's around tracking and auditing. So when a box comes into us, we know exactly where it is, who's touched it, what auditing is around that box. So at any point, the client can say to us, you know, you've got my box, uh, you know, box one, two, three. Um, Where is it? And we can say whether it's in a prepping stage, a sorting stage, a scanning stage, whether it's been scanned. Um, And then that, that auditing information lives with the document all the way through. And then we can either present that information, that document back to you, Mr. Client, to store in your own systems electronically or through encrypted media, or we can actually present it into our online repository um, where clients can then go into that repository and search and access the information online so they don't have to worry about managing it. This, you know, quite apart from the the, the past sort of well-known issues that JSPC has, re- has had recently, that would have been a huge help to that situation. Plus, it must have revolutionised how you're going to be able to work going forward. Well, it really has. I've already personally um, used it several times and just seen huge benefits. I've used the um, search function for um, invoices quite a few times, for example, with our um, ecoactive audit to dig out um, fuel invoices. I just um, did a search on um, through the folders for the supplier because um, I knew it started with, I think it was an S, for example, and I could pick out supplier invoices. Um, I knew what year I was looking for. So actually that narrowed it down to sort of one folder of 100 documents. And I started sort of looking through. And this was a little, tiny little piece of paper, handwritten <laughs> type thing. And there were three that I was looking for and I found them. Yeah. Um, so actually that could give us the confidence to say these invoices did come in. We can see they've never been paid. We need to get on that and pay this poor chap. And, and, and I guess it must also help with the data protection as well. Everything's easily there. We've yeah. got we've got everything to hand. And it's, it's security of that data as well. You know, it's much better protected now in the iStore it portal than it is in our garage. So what did you do with all those people? pieces of paper. Did you shred them and use them for mice bedding again? No. (laughs) Well, they've been destroyed, but uh, G4S kindly took care of that, um, which is a combined effort, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. We we partner with G4S um, at our bureau. G4S kindly uh, work with us to provide us resource. So where we need burstable resource to help support the bureau, we work with G4S to do that. Um, 
So that works really well for us. Um, and because obviously their staff, they're all vetted, they're all compliant, they meet regulation. Uh, G4S have a footprint on the island where you know they, they touch pretty much most businesses. So from a resourcing perspective, everybody trusts that the people that they put forward are suitable to work in these environments. Did you did you find any really interesting, apart from the, the toxic box, did you find any really interesting bits of paperwork that you kind of want to keep for posterity? Um, well, one thing I <laughs> one thing I showed Andy um, was this rather large book. I said, "Oh, crikey, look at this!" They're like, "What on earth is this? This big old ancient looking book?" I said, "Well, that's our cat boarding records. This is how we board in the cats." I said, "But the uh, the really worrying thing is that there's a book just like this at the animal shelter currently in use." <laughs> right. <laughs> I thought you'd stop boarding. Uh, we do cats. Oh, you do cats. Okay. We do cats. Not that many at the moment, unfortunately, because of course people aren't going on holiday, yeah. but we still do cat boarding. Right. Okay. So you're still using a bit of paperwork up there, but um, what, how, how you, you've, you've emptied your garage. Yes. I assume it's now full of hay and bedding. It, and- yeah, it's full of bedding. It's full of cat litter. It means everything is in one place. So we are making considerable savings by being able to buy in bulk and store everything in one place and of course then there's that ease of um, working as well. And how does this go forward? How does this relationship between TSG and JSPCA go forward? Are you going to continue scanning things in or are you going to continue writing down in bits of paper? (laughs) No, well I'm really trying to move everything as digitally as possible. So I changed the accounting system when I started to zero um, and now Almost all supplier invoices are received electronically. So a lot of that's been taken care of. We've still got things like bank statements and we've still got some records on the vet side that still need sort of archiving. And um, yeah, we'll be looking to get those scanned in and hold it all in one place. Yeah, I'm sure the trees are sighing with relief. Well, that. that's it, isn't it? <laughs> and, and Andy, what, what's the process going forward once you've scanned everybody's documents in? You know, how does that kind of relationship continue? Yeah, so what we found is that um, we, we offer a number of different services in that bureau and as a business. We offer that back scan and archiving service, and then it's transitioning clients into the BAU scanning. So we can offer that as a number of different ways. We can do a collection at the end of the week of paper and then take it back to the bureau, process it, and then submit that back into the portal for the clients to have access to. Um, we can also deal with the electronic side of documents. So instead of having to go and scan something, actually you can take your PDF and drop it straight in. So it's that transition away from the archiving side to BAU. So it's been a huge boon to you at the JCS. JSPC, isn't it? Yes, it really has. And it will be going forward. We've got a project we want to do, pulling out all the invoices to um, that are listed on our fixed asset register. And if that involved going to the garage and digging through those boxes, it just wouldn't happen. Now that it's just a case of searching in an online repository, that's, uh, that's going to make that job much more palatable. Fabulous. Great deal. But I can't leave this podcast without asking the question, Andy, because Kirsty's already confessed to having a house full of dogs <laughs> that she's rescued. Did any of the TSG team end up with taking any rescue pets home? Um, no. <laughs> you were very restrained no, then. But uh, but it was interesting. Um, we've got a we've got a a black cat, um, Arnie. He's a he's an old boy now. He's he's twenty one, and uh, he's he's. You know, real treasure, right? Uh, he, he doesn't really wander off very far. He kind of knows his boundaries in the house and now he's getting a little bit older. He's, he he kind of doesn't really go that far anyway. But um, 
but at back end of lockdown last year, um, he decided to wander to the bottom of the drive. And um, sometimes he would do that, but you know, he generally turns around and comes back up. Um, but someone was walking past at the time that he was there and didn't realise that he belonged to the house. So they saw this black cat without a collar, because he doesn't really kind of wander very far, um, looking a little bit kind of old and dithery, and decided to pick him so up. He ended up at the JSPCA. He, he, he ended up at the JSPCA. Oh, went for and, a um, having spent hours kind of looking around the uh, the parish and fields and thinking he had maybe gone and taken him off some, himself somewhere, um, we eventually, you know, found him uh, down at the JSPCA. So, oh, so it was it was great to be adopted. able to do something back because you know they were able to, to to bring him back to us. So that was that was great. Fabulous. A good all-round um, bit of help there. And I know, I know there's a 16-year-old cat at the moment that's, that's looking for a home. Oh, the there shelter. is. Yes. Yeah, so, Sweet pea. Yeah. So I'm sure there's lots of animals that could be rescued. Andy, mm. if you fancy getting a friend around. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure or anything. No pressure. Course, no, no pressure. <laughs> well, thank you very much um, for joining us today on the Digital Jersey podcast. So that's um, Andy Delaney, who's CEO of TSG, and Kirsten McGregor, accountant with JSPCA. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed listening to our exclusive podcast with technology company TSG and how they helped local animal charity JSPCA. For more information about TSG and their services, head to digital.je. The Digital Jersey podcast brought to you in collaboration with the Digital Leadership Programme a bi-monthly podcast on technology in Jersey. Check out our full podcast series on our website, digital.je.